Alright, welcome once again, listeners, and this is Fate Rest. Uh, last time, our uh, heroes did some learning. Y'all want to tell our listeners what they yo y'all learned? Can I, can I ask a side thing first? I really want you to sometime, the way you start out with that intro, to like go into full-on circus announcer voice. Oh, God. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, yes. Tell us what y'all learned. Learn is a strong oh. word. Learn is a strong yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, things happened. We talked with uh, Dizzy Jack for a little while and it was all good. And we also kind of figured out Zug is Fritz and Fritz is Zug. He's got a two-way name tag now. It's great. <laughs> um. Oh, we also found out know. that the um the smallish girl person that attacked us like we found out last time that she's really strong and like to chill out about her not try to pick fights but then we're like hey she doesn't like slimy things whatever that's supposed to be about and not fond of insects so apparently that's the weakness that we need to try to exploit who, who here can summon insects that's what not I thought yet but I think <laughs> I might be able to Oh dear. <laughs> um, otherwise, we go show up in what? Callie's old town? Hang out there for a minute. It was good. Yeah. We met Callie's old friend Tazul, who, if you remember, listeners, in the very first intro episode for Callie, Tazul was the one that was crystallized. And now he's not! So ta-da! She uncrystallized him by, I don't know, doing the thing. Um, so there's that. That's pretty, that's pretty good. You missed, um, you missed Zugfritz learning uh, a new spell. Oh, that was kind of happening like right at the end, yeah. It's not, it's not Zug Fritz. Oh, sorry. Fritz Zug. <laughs> Zug is not even in the name anywhere, as uh, Fritz has already said. <laughs> you try to convince uh, Yulby of that. She's been calling Jack Dizzy Jack. Fair. <laughs> the other fun thing that happened was Yulby learned what a whoopee cushion does. Yeah, she played. I was hoping to like skate by just a little bit. <laughs> Didn't want Callie to remember. Gosh darn it! She <laughs> she played a prank on an old blind man who has only recently recovered from being frozen in crystal. Actually, well, at least I'm not trying to steal his shit. You know, actually, good point. The, the way it was was play a prank on anybody who sat there, not specifically the blind man in the old blind man's house. Yes, but it's a chair, <laughs> so anybody could sit in a chair by in the Yobi's defense. Anyone can sit in a chair. Oh, look at you defending Yobi. Oh, <laughs> Zug defending Yobi. Wow. No, this is Fritz. <laughs> yeah, it's Fritz right now. That's where his paper's facing. <laughs> oh, we also learned a magic word. Fritz. 
Imagine. For Zug Fritz. Yes. Two, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. 2,000 years. <laughs> it's, it's a magic phrase. Yeah, it's just not a word. <laughs> you know, if abracadabra can be a magic word, even though it has like 80 syllables, 2,000 years can but, be a magic word. But that's actually one word. Like, 2,000 years is several words in a sequence. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not an English major, but I'm pretty sure. What that's if you a just phrase. hyphenate all of them? That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hyphens. Anyway, I'm pretty sure you yes, guys are here to listen to us play D and D, so we should probably get to that. <laughs> all right. All right, and I think we'll start. That's just silly. Right at the, I think we'll start right at the end of uh, the lesson, where a spell is being. The old man is uh, combing over this braille and celestial book. And he says, You have learned this spell very fast, young one. Ah, I don't know if young one's the right term. But I have always been very good at learning magics. My uh, teachers uh, were always very uh, impressed with my abilities for learning. This is, uh, well, to begin with, this is um, this is a very complicated spell, and you learned it very fast for anyone, period. Um, I don't think this book is of any use to me anymore. Uh, say you should take it. Perhaps one day you can learn the other spells in it as well. I have a question. Yes. I'm not here, but I have a question. How many sp- how many students has he taught this spell to? S- seven. Okay. I was like, that's, what? That's a fun number. What is your measurement metric here? Because like, the guy back at the place <laughs> was like, there's only one person who knows this spell. And so it's like, hmm. There's only one living person who knows this spell. Ah, <laughs> uh, More yes. accurate. Okay, so you're trying to tell us now that the gatekeeper is not living. Well, I mean... Loophole! The other students are dead! <laughs> the other students are dead. <laughs> Careful! This spell slowly kills you! <laughs> or it turns you into a creepy tavern master who just ambushes people at random. Ah! <laughs> You get the choice of being dead or becoming an immortal tavern keep who just messes with people. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the latter of the two. <laughs> oh my gosh! Beautiful. <laughs> and as he as he closes the book and slides it towards you. The other two spells in this book are very powerful. If you are going to learn them, you must take caution. Overuse will take things that you do not want to lose. And he like motions towards his eyes. Um, it's not always, not always good magic, this celestial magic, but it is very handy. Yeah, it uh, definitely seems like uh, 
pretty handy thing if it isn't just for magic. I mean, you could probably, you know, he's kind of like toss it a little bit. You could maybe use it, be used for a decent weapon. He's kind of smirking as he says it, kind of a jovial tone. <laughs> I wonder where your friends went, where Kelly went. And I think uh, before the these two go out to the garden, we're going to switch over to Callie and Yulby and see what they have been doing for the last hour and a half. Good. It allows me to be a professional and get my dice out without making a bunch of noise. <laughs> uh, so what does this garden look like, out of curiosity? Callie. Yeah, so um, mo- it's... A relatively modest garden, you know, a small enough size that an old man could be able to manage it by himself. Um, but it's like 98% vegetables and some fruits, like strawberry plants and those sorts of things. Um, it's like just growing his own food for the most part. There is a little box near the gate that has some flowers. That's kind of Mm -hmm. Callie's contribution over there. But most of the space is used for like functional growing of food. Um, so you'll see, I don't know, what time of year is it currently? Um, oh, we're in summer. Oh yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so... Because Yobi's birthday was the are, other day. How far <laughs> south point. are we, though? <laughs> Does it inverse this you far south? are in the islands in the south. In this no, world, really does the weather inverse in the southern hemisphere, or is it just the or same? Or are we not in the southern hemisphere, just like... We're at, like, uh, uh, in American terms, we're at, like, Florida, or the Cuba area. I'd say a little bit southern, more southern than that, but it's still tropical type. Okay. But we're cool. not in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> yes, got it. Um, yeah, so I think right now the garden probably still looks kind of overgrown um, and unkempt most of it. Like, I feel like he's probably working his way through catching up from all the time that he was frozen. Um, but a lot of things will be kind of either in the blooming stage or like nearing uh, nearing harvest time, but not quite yet. So somewhere in that range, you'll see a bunch of vegetable plants that are growing, essentially. Cool. Cool, cool, That's when you know cool. he doesn't have a druid friend. I think you'll be, will be looking at all the things and poking at Like, she won't pick them, right? But she will be looking at all of them like, what the fuck is this thing? How is this so many different colors? Uh, yeah, I think during this time, Callie is going to, like, patiently answer all the questions. Like, oh, those are peppers. This is kind of what they taste like. Oh, that's, I have no idea what, that's squash. And this is kind of, you know, whatever. Like, just going through and describing and answering the questions. Um... But she's going to be keeping herself busy by helping to weed out, weed the garden and like help him catch up. All right. Uh, before the others come out, I'm going to need the two of you, while y'all are like exploring the garden and weeding in the garden, I need the two of you to roll perception checks. Damn the dun sun. Thirteen. Thirteen. That's pretty good for you, Obi. Nineteen. <laughs> That's very good. 
At least it's not a four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So both of you, as you're exploring the garden, now, uh, for Yulby, these may not be, like, off-putting or anything, but for Callie, it's very strange. All along the border of the garden, following the fence, anywhere where the, 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 the corruption was before, there are now black irises growing. Mm, don't like that. Okay. Gonna whenever I notice this, gonna stop, look over, and approach. And I would like to investigate them to see if I can figure out anything about them. Sure. You wanna? All right. So you can either do an investigation or an arcana. Because you know that there was once corruption. I'll here. do arcana. Oh, that was a nat 20. I got 22. Nice. All right. So these black irises, as you are watching them, they seem to be drawing negative magic away from Tazul's house and dispersing it. Just. And they actually, yeah, it's like, like, it's just, it's absorbing the magic and it's becoming a different type of magic. just uh and the flowers themselves are they would be the color of transmutation magic which is it's like a brownish orange which you see when you look when you're looking at these with arcana with an arcana check yeah can i study these for a minute Look around and see, like where where all of them are, and then they're just all along the border. From what you'll notice as you're looking at them, they follow the border of the fence, and then all along the side of the house, all the way around, and come back around to the fence again. Almost as if like a barrier around the house. Okay. Um. Yeah, gonna look over at Yulby. Just, do you know anything about magic absorbing black irises by chance? Would I have learned this in paladin school? Uh, give me a history check, because I'm thinking you would oh. have. Oh no, that means it's god related. <laughs> uh, that would be a 17. Natural 19. It's great. Nice. Hey, well, it's more than high enough. And you'll remember that from your teaching, when you were learning about the lady and uh, what she was before she was a god, she followed one of the nature spirits or one of the nature gods. And she would always plant irises, specifically black irises, anywhere there was sickness or... Uh, uh, corruption or negative energy, anything like that, and eventually that energy would dissipate and fade away. And you can't, for the life of you, put a name to this this nature god that the lady followed. But this that's that's what you remember. I think you'll be able to squat down and. Look it over. 
We're like, well... The lady before she was a god used to follow this nature spirit person who planted flowers. Um, it just kind of made all the bad stuff go away. Don't remember who it was, though. Well, I suppose if it's making the bad things go away, I'll leave it. I don't particularly like having to, to just trust it, but um, it does seem to be working, so I'll... She like, stands and like, then continues her work. I want to smell this flower and see if it's pretty good. Mm. It's an iris. It smells fantastic. Cool beans. I want to go around and keep poking around on various things because... I mean, Yobi's lived in the desert. This this tropical shit, this is new. I bet her <laughs> hair's all poofy as well. <laughs> this is possible. It's not super humid on this island. It feels kind of temperate for mm. the islands, but uh, it is still tropical-esque weather. And I think as you're poking around, you come across uh, a, a rainbow-colored melon that you've never seen before. Oh, Callie, what is this? Hey, DM, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's called a luck. It's called a what? A luck melon. Oh, okay. I go over and just um, luck melon. I think I, I'm surprised it, it's already. Is it? Does it look like it's ripe? It does um, actually. It looks like it's ready to be. I'm picked. surprised it's already ripe. Uh, perhaps Tezel wouldn't mind you trying some. You could ask. Oh yes, certainly. Oh wait, I'll have to wait till they're done with classes, and she'll sit right there. And put her like hands on her knees, like study it, look around it, oh, tap it, and like knock on it. As if, <laughs> almost as if on cue, uh, Zug and Tazul walk out of the building. So, uh, what have you two been up to? I found a melon. You found a melon. Um, yes, it's the luck melon. It seems to be ripe. Could she perhaps try it? That would be perfect. Yes, we can all try it. It is a very, very fun magical melon. Magical fruits? The Callie will go over and <laughs> harvest said be, melon. You gotta be really cautious with magical fruits in my experience. It, uh... <laughs> could really mess you up if you're not careful. So this... <laughs> I could not resist. <laughs> this melon. It looks, it looks to be like a watermelon, but instead of having the green and white stripes, it has rainbow colored stripes. Very nice. I'm gonna pick this melon. 
Cool. Kelly will um, escort Yulby into the house to, uh, you know, cut into the melon. Like, basically, like, get a knife. They'll go through all that process of cutting open the melon and cutting it into pieces that people can eat, you know. See, here was me just thinking, you will like, I'm thinking, like, a soccer ball size kind of melon. Are you going for those big giant things? That are- it's, I mean, it's a little bit bigger than a soccer ball, not much. It's like a seedless watermelon. It's the size of a seedless watermelon. Yeah, because I've seen people crush those things really easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's not how Callie do. Yes, but this is also Yulby. Okay. Because I feel like she could probably, like, twist it in a way to get half the melon and then twist it again to get another half. Well, if she wants to crush it when Callie's attempting to bring her into the house to get a knife, that's totally fine. All I need to know is who's going to open it and separate it into portions. That's all I need to know. Because whoever's going to do that needs to roll me a performance check. Performance? Performance? Yes, performance. I mean, I could do it. I'm going to do it. How does a 13 sound? 13. Alright, so you go to, to separate, to break up this melon, and just as you, it, 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 it like breaks perfectly. There's no, there's, there's no, uh, like, broken edges, it's all straight lined, just like it was meant to be broken that way. Cool. You separate into four pieces, and the meat on the inside of this melon is this purplish pink. It's very, very bright and juicy looking melon. No seeds. I do have some wonder about the production of seedless plants in yield fantasy land, but I'll just leave that to the side. It's fine. It's magic fruit. (laughs) It is a magic melon. This is correct. (laughs) This, This melon was made by magic. Yeah, I'll hand everyone a piece. I'm gonna eat it. Kazul very slowly and carefully eats his. When the three of you take bites, I need uh, constitution saves. Ah, not again. (laughs) (laughs) We were warned that they were magical, to be fair. I would say before Zug has any of this melon, he would watch to see if anything happens to the others. Oh, oh, sure. Because magic fruits have done him wrong. <laughs> like the whoopee cushion. <laughs> that would be a 10 for Yulby and then if you're within 10 feet of her you get a plus 5 to your saving throws. Oh. Nice. Um, it's nice having a paladin next to you, isn't it? <laughs> well, Yulby when you bite into this it starts out very sweet and then immediately goes like stone cold sour. You know what the fun thing is, DM? She loves the sour. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. And you will gain two temporary hit points. Ooh. All right. So with the um, plus plus five, you said? From Yule? Yes, plus five. Uh... 
That makes it a 26. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this thing here, I mean, it does the same. Kelly's yeah. lucky for really months. sweet bite. It's this really sweet bite and then stone cold sour for an aftertaste. And and uh, uh, Kelly, with that high of a roll, and with what I rolled, uh, you will get four temporary hit points. And for the first spell you cast of the day, you do not use a spell slot. Oh. I'll write that in my notes real fast so I don't forget it. Is that, does it expire at the end of the day? Okay. Yes. This was uh, Constitution, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So uh, that plus five is very helpful for me, personally, uh, because I have a grand whopping total of nine. Nine. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. So, again, super sweet bite and then stone cold sour at the end. However, however Zev reacts to that. <clears throat> You'll gain one temporary hit point. And uh, you are uh, now going to be rolling constitution saves at a disadvantage for the rest of the day. <laughs> Glorious. You rolled under 10, man. I mean, I rolled a natural one, so with all the mods, I got a nine. So that's pretty respectable. Or let's... Wait a second. Never mind. I thought I had something in there, but I, mean, I don't. The ability I do have, I don't think it's worth uh, using it on this. It'll be rolled in the middle. So I rolled in the bottom half, and Callie rolled at the very top. So <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> she is capable of rolling with with you'll be standing by. She's capable of rolling over thirty. So one day I want to see that happen. <laughs> you all feel great though after this, regardless of what happened. You all feel great. Yeah, I feel like. <clears throat> Visually, perhaps this this influx of magic just kind of looks like like a soft glow for just a moment around Callie, just because her whole <laughs> radiant affinity she's got going on. That's fair. I, I do think Zug would not have been happy with the sweet taste, but the sour taste is fine. Well, I think you'll be doing a little happy dance. Best fucking snack ever. Zug's <laughs> like. I told you, magic fruit's always, always weird. Oh, this is the best. The uh, uh, the Tazul speaks up. The the baker in town can use the the juice from this and make sweet bread out of it. It's very good. Hmm, magic fruit to magic bread. You guys really know how to party over here, don't you? Oh, the magic is only if you eat it just like this. Otherwise, it's just fruit. It is very tasty. That's mm -hmm. what they all say. 
No, I just mean that tart and sour fruits taste very good in bread. No, no. That's not... They always say it's not magic and then you have some and it wallops you, so... (laughs) She, like, looks a little concerned at everyone. Who is telling you that? Maybe it's the other one. Mm, perhaps you shouldn't listen to him then. <laughs> uh, let's go to the baker's. I want the bread. <laughs> oh, yes, we can stop by the bakery, but then we really should be off to the shrine. Okay. It did kind of sound important. Let's go. You'll be will happily um, hop the fence. <laughs> Tazul is absentmindedly waving to a spot where y'all are no longer at. Well, it's Cal- just like, yeah, we'll see you Callie later. will steal one last hug before she goes. Uh, Zug would use his uh, little salutations in Celestial um, before he leaves as well. You'll be too hyped. She hopped the fence. <laughs> and and uh, part of the salutations would be to thank him for uh, being a good teacher. He would speak back, uh, telling you no problem in Celestial. And as you all leave, well, he would give Callie a hug back. Tell her you are always welcome here, my child. Just remember that. And yes, well, I don't have too much time for rest right now. But uh, once everything's done, I'll, I hope to come back. He nods. He says, very well. And with a snicker, he says, I will see you all later. And waves. I get it. It's a blind joke. Anyway. <laughs> um, cool. I think Callie will easily lead the way to the baker. She knows this town. So I do want to say as they're walking, uh, Zug would kind of approach Callie a little bit and uh, just out of curiosity how old is your friend there because you referred to me as a young one um out of character I'm trying to remember (laughs) what race he was again human he He looks looks human yes um Cool. She'll pause and look at look at her companion and like check the, the little tag just a second. Like you see your eyes dart down to the tag. Um, figure out who, she's, did, who she's talking to. I, I do want to point out I did roll to see if he would have flipped the tag and he did. So it is uh, <laughs> it is Sig, not uh, not Fritz. Okay, so it's who she knows is Zug. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, she'll consider just a moment and just. Um, older, old enough, I suppose. Uh, how do I phrase that? Um, he's lived about 
perhaps three human lifetimes or so? Maybe four? Mm, three human lifetimes? I didn't even have my first kid in that time. Mm. She shrugs a little. That's only what I know. Uh, maybe... Maybe he lived guess, somewhere else beforehand. I guess this face is uh, younger than it. I appear, I suppose. He's gonna just shrug. She nods. You do... You do currently look like a race that doesn't usually live centuries. That's, yeah, that's definitely correct. She'll just continue to lead the way to the bakery. Probably pointing out different shops and places on the way. Alright, so I think as you're moving towards the bakery, Callie, you will notice that the town seems to be getting ready for a festival. For a what? For a festival. And even though you've lived in this town, you were not here for the last festival. And it is... There's signs for this all over the place. You see people who were who were taken by this corruption that are up running around and kids running around playing random ruckus on instruments throughout the street. And everybody seems to be in a very joyous and happy mood. So this is not a festival that she's familiar with, is what you're saying? Well, it's it is one she is familiar with, but not one she has participated in. Oh. Which one is it? It's the one we were talking about the other day. Oh. Just, just looking at the things we were talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cut this part out. <laughs> it probably won't be cut. Oh no. <laughs> Hi, listeners. I like this listening, <laughs> listening to me think. Okay. Okay, yeah. She's a, uh, you know, she's she's gonna pick up her own uh, smile and pep to her step as she as she walks along. Probably a beside of her that her companions haven't really seen too much of. How do the others react to this town getting ready for a party? kind of like readiness is happening like what kind of what like, what i guess what is the general like i don't my brain's like i don't know how to describe this like are we talking like festival or are we talking like small town party fest thing yeah how all, all out are they yeah, going there we go that's the word i was thinking well they're going very much all out this is one of two festivals this this island celebrates. They are going very much all Decorations out. and flowers and streamers and all the things. 
fantasy lights. Food stalls popping up. There are floating lanterns. There are uh, ambient music playing from floating instruments. It's just all kinds of stuff happening. Oh. You'll be looking everywhere. Yeah, I think... uh... So, um, we're going to do that for both, if you'll allow me to do both. Go for it. So both of them are going to be looking around for different things. Because festivals mean two very different things for both of these boyos. And that is hilarious because I rolled double 19s in the die. So let's see, where are those mods? Uh, (laughs) Zugs would be a 21 and Fritz's would be a, also a 21. I didn't realize they had the same mod. Oh, they get different mods? They're two different characters. (laughs) Specifically, only their... um, Mental stats. Their mental stats. They're the only things that are different. That's cool. I don't know if they were going to share mods because they shared the same body. They technically share mods with the physical stats, but one is sneakier than the other one. I'll just leave it at that. Skill-based stuff. <clears throat> All right. So, what are you looking for? So, uh, I guess I'll start with Zug. He's looking for kind of anything that would stand out from festivals uh, from his people, like kind of similar sort of things, because uh, their food and stuff would have been very much like fair of uh, fair of the sea and stuff like that, and maybe a little bit of uh, probably mostly goat type food because they, they you know come from a rather cold climate well you will high find climate goat. well yeah i figure no goat stuff <laughs> like no goat food or anything but probably definitely like the kind of seafood and stuff he would have had in his home villages and stuff you might find goat cheese that's possible but like on top of bread <laughs> uh, you're gonna find boar because it is a tropical island and boar are freaking everywhere. You will find all different types of seafood and there's different types of poultry. You actually find dodo on a spit. It probably ran itself onto that spit, to be truly honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of berries and fruits and things. Mm-hmm. There's actually fried berries. Like they've been cooked in an open, open up. Uh, so, uh... Uh, Sig would be looking for seafood. He, 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 he's seafood. craving some seafood. It is an island. There might be seafood. Oh, there's, there is. Be a very different right, kind, so you'll but. find a you'll find a food stall that is in the process of setting up. You can smell this seafood cooking over an open fire, and there is uh, looks like small small sea bass on 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 spits on sticks, just sticking over a fire. You have, there are octopus tentacles wrapped around sticks over this fire. Uh, And then there is uh, something you don't typically see very much. (laughs) See, because they're ocean food. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, though he has probably had it, if he has fished it himself, um, you will find these, these big, big, big shrimp on, on, on skewers. Well, I will tell and you. There's about three to four of them. I will tell you, to be truly honest, uh, Sig was a terrible fisherman. <laughs> so he never caught them. <laughs> <fish. laughs> 
And those shrimp are the only one of all of these that look finished for consumption currently. Okay, yeah, he'd, he'd be definitely probably distracted by the smell of cooking seafood, so that'd be his uh, draw. Uh, Fritz's draw would be first he's kind of looking around because this much joy and chaos usually implies a much darker undertone for what he's familiar with. And upon not seeing those, he would just kind of be like taking in the sights of people who are having an actually, you know, joyous time without all of the accoutrements of his culture. So he's just like open-eyed, just awe at this. What you will see, anybody who isn't decorating for the festival, who isn't setting up a stall of some kind, uh, or who isn't children, are actively practicing with instruments. Every single person you see that's not doing something to further the festival. Hmm, that's another thing that's kind of uh, fun I didn't realize was the difference. (laughs) (laughs) What is Yulby doing? I think Yulby is definitely, like, looking around at all the things because this is very bright and colorful and... It's definitely not the tropical forest that she ended up in the first time around, and it was just gross and awful and everything sucked. Um, and I think she's digging the music and kind of like dancing along as they walk, and she's just really looking forward to this bread shop, but also like she's definitely doing the crane head thing to check out what's going on on the inside. She knows they're on a mission for this elemental thing at some point guardian whatever mm-hmm. and she'll look back at Callie and be like so when does the party happen um well it sort of happens throughout the day as people set up but most of the party will be occurring uh, around sundown and into the night do we have enough time to check out the uh, spirit guardian and come back? Let's see, we got here in the morning and we only spent like an hour or two at the place. So DM, would we have theoretically enough time to travel yeah. to the temple and back? It's, a, it's about mid-morning, so probably around 10 or 11 at the latest. Uh, it's only about an hour and a half to two hour walk to the temple. Which means up to at most four hour round trip. So you could get there and back. So long as nothing holds you up for too long. And still participate in the festival. Yeah, okay. She'll consider for a moment. Just, we should have enough time. Yes. Um, it's not that, oh, it's, it's a walk, but it's not so far that it should take us all the way until nightfall. Oh, Excellent. Then I would like to buy this bread and get going. She nods. Yes. So you come up to the baker shop. And in front of the baker shop, there is a food stall. And with a woman who is arranging different types of uh, bread on on different shelves and stacks on her thing here. And you'll see a, a little sign that says melon sweet bread. And they're little tiny miniature loaves of bread, like Kind of like what you could buy at the store for like cornbread or banana nut bread or whatever. Mm -hmm. Off to one side, you've got uh, 
uh, chocolate chip cookies in the middle, and you've got uh, melody or melody biscuits off to the side. And these melody biscuits are like this this rainbow colored cookie. Um, Callie's just gonna buy three of those melody biscuits, please. Oh, yeah. And essentially, those are just sugar cookies with extra vanilla. Yes, but it's very nice. You know, it's with the festival. <laughs> it's one silver for three. Cool. I would like to buy two of each, please. Two of each. So. Oh, and a, one extra. So three of the luck breads. Three of the three of the melon breads. Two of the chocolate chip cookies and yes. two of the melody cookies. Yes, please. Total, that's going to be five silver. The melody breads are a silver apiece. But I take that back. It's going to be a silver and a half apiece. Yep. The chocolate chip cookies are only a copper each, so. Okay, I'm removing five silver. Stuff those away, thank the lady, and then... I think the lady will say, Welcome back, Callie. And we get to have fun tonight at the festival. She smiles. Uh, yes, it seems I made it back just in time. I'm glad everyone's alright. Does uh, Zug want to buy it? I think Zug still uh, had the fish food. Yeah, so I think Zug would have waited long enough to see where this place was where they were all at, then he would kind of, you know, just kind of, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you back here in a few minutes, and we'll he's gonna go later. find, yeah, he's gonna go, he's gonna go to one of the fish stalls there. Um, so he's looking for something. It's it's probably not gonna be the same, but he's looking for something very similar to a dish he used to have at in his home. Oh. Uh, which is it's uh, basically it's like a just fried herring with uh, you know the accoutrements, but it's kind of it's, it's a northern fish. I don't really think it's a tropical fish, so I don't know fish very well. But he's gonna look for something along those lines. All right. Well, the closest you're gonna get is he hands you these um, this little basket, and he says this this just finished. He hands you this little basket with. Uh, it looks like uh, little fish that have been scaled and deboned, and the only part that's not been dipped in a batter and fried are the tail, so like you can hold it by the tail. And it is um, essentially uh, big sardines that have been deep fried, like uh, deep fried like fish sticks. And you get this little tiny, uh, uh, little tiny coleslaw dip to go with it. So he's going to order. Uh two portions because he is going is he's going to have one and silver. he's going to let uh, Fritz also have one that is two silver because okay. <laughs> there's silver's playing two characters <laughs> two silver <laughs> <laughs> it's more like one and a half characters which one's the half? <laughs> well, only one has a body, so I think that's probably the whole, just to be on the honest side. Well, okay, but only one has been recording for the past however many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah, you get those. Cool. Under. I don't know how you personally feel about 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 sardines, but honestly, when they're deep fried like that, they're very good. <laughs> I like mine with a bit of lemon after they're deep fried. Very tasty. I've only had it once, but it's very good. Anyway, on the way back out, Callie's just gonna swing by wherever she finds Zug, um, and just mm-hmm. kind of. All right, uh, if we're going to be getting what we need done and getting back before the festival, we should leave now. I've just about finished off, so he's going to eat the last one of his uh, his sardines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of brush. I mean, they taste like heaven. They're good. Just going to brush, you know, brush <laughs> off the uh, flakes on his uh, off his pants uh, under his pants or whatever, and start on his way. Cool. Callie will offer Follow him one up. of the melody biscuits. Ooh. Biscuits, melody yeah. Biscuits. He's Cookies, biscuits. I can't remember what you called them. I'm sorry. They're they're melody okay. biscuits. Yeah, they're just they're just big soft baked sugar cookies. Looking at it with big sus, but he will take it. <laughs> oh, these ones aren't magical. They're just traditional for this celebration. So he'll, he'll definitely calm down at that. <laughs> Uh, and you'll notice he'll, uh, he'll break it in half before he eats. <laughs> hey. right. Yobi's mm-hmm. gonna get her whistle and call Banana Nut. Ooh. Hey, DM. Yes. What happened to my chariot? Uh, the chariot's has been left um, let's see it's at the entrance to the cave back up in the serpent woods far, before y'all entered Terminus Mountains far 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 away <laughs> forgotten well, I wasn't sure you are going to magic it with banana nut I don't know cause I got a magic shoe plant growing on it <laughs> alright I'll tell you what roll me when you summon Banana Nut, roll me a just a flat D twenty. How's an eleven? An eleven. Well, you hit above the mark. And I think as as you summon Banana Nut, uh, you you get this little tinge in your stomach from that from from the magic that you ingested yeah and a, a chariot that looks that that you know is your chariot appears behind banana nut but it's been changed it actually looks like it was meant to be the way it is like the 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 pieces have been shored up it's a lot more sturdy it, it looks like it was it was built professionally now. Does it still have... But everything you had in it is still... Does it still have all the plant growth all over it? Yes. Beautiful. Oh, it came with it! <laughs> my cart! My horse! Uh, I think Yulby's just gonna hug her stuff. 
<laughs> Perfect. We could get all three of us. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um. Yes. Uh. Thank you, Yuppie. That should make it a bit of a faster trek, as far as we can, as far as we can take a horse, at least. Uh. I can't quite remember how thick the path is once we get deeper into the forest. I didn't e used to have to take the path, but. Well, tell I'll give you a history check to know what you to see if how what you remember. Man, Kelly is on point today. That's a nineteen. Very nice. From what you remember, it is big enough to pull to for two horses to go side by side and pull a full size car. All the way to the shrine. All the way to oh. the shrine. Well, in that case, wreck on what I just said. I didn't realize I, I was going to be allowed to remember. From what you remember. Um. <laughs> that hasn't been traveled in a while, so... I mean, that's fair. Okay. I think that you remember. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it might be big enough, but I'm not sure. So if it's two hours... If it's two hours by foot, how long is it by horse? An hour. About an hour, yeah. You can pick your time in half. You're moving a little bit faster. So, uh, Zug, at seeing the chariot, is going to just, uh, kind of look uncomfortable, kind of, you know, almost sick, <laughs> and is going to ritual cast his, uh, Phantom Steed. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> if he kept making faces, Kali was just gonna be like, well, you could walk. <laughs> it's like she's being nice, jeez. <laughs> the last time he was on I mean, that to thing. Be fair, mm. To be fair, each of you technically has a mount you can summon. Anyway, Kelly's going to climb into the chariot. <laughs> yeah, it uh, looks proper now. <laughs> <clears throat> you make your way out of town, and this is where we will stop for that. Riding off into Goodbye. the not sunset. Which way do we ride? The afternoon sun <laughs> up. You're heading west. Hey, well, it's it's also like multiple suns. So which way is actually truly sunset? It's just it's it's big confusing. The answer is yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, okay. So we uh, do our things. Um. We'd like to hear, you know, what you have to say about the episodes, what you have to say about the show. Uh, five stars, best stars. Uh, one star, mean star. Uh, we'd like to, you know, definitely let us know we're doing good, we're doing wrong. You know, we are here to make everything better for uh, the listening and then everything better for as we're playing. You know, we like to have a little bit of fun. Uh, so, yeah, please uh, let us know if you are enjoying this uh, wild ride along with us. And we will see you later <laughs> it's funny now because it's an ocean joke and a blind joke um <laughs> anyway speaking of jokes you can come joke around with us and chat with us over in the discord uh the link is down below come hang out 
text post these cool like topic of the week stuff you can just go on there and chat about your characters you know how usually like you want to chat about your characters to all the people but like no one really wants to listen or whatever come hang out with us and tell us everything about your characters because we want to know please do uh yeah links down below and i promise i won't steal everything about the character i might steal parts (laughs) but i give you permission to steal parts of mine too uh, and if you forget to check out the links down below or any of the other fun things, and you just remember the name of the podcast, which is Fate's Rest, you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hang out with us there. Remember that the links are also over there. It'll be great. Win-win. And lastly, I will leave you with the topic of the week. And this week... We're going to go with festivals. I want to hear about the fun festivals your characters have participated in or your players have participated in. All the different fun stuff that has happened on your games. I have fewer fun festivals I've experienced in D&D than I have traumatic ones. And it's concerning. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Everything awful happens at the festival. But I will be sharing that in the Discord that I mentioned earlier. So come check it out. As always, we love you. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.